just telling my wife this morning that uh, Rose was coming on the show today and that she's my favorite guest and that when I grow up, I want to be Rose. Yeah, it's good to be Rose Gray some days. I want to travel the world. <laughs> Rose is just back from where? Where were you? Yeah, so New Zealand and Australia in that order. Woo. You can't yeah. get much further away than that. Uh, no, no, 13 and a half hours from San Francisco. Oh, my gosh. It's a long flight. It's a How long many flight. flights did you take so, on your whole trip? Nine total. Yep. It really was so, nine. Yep. So Chicago to San Francisco, San Francisco to, to Auckland. And then you start your journey. So we did the North Island. We did the South Island. We flew over to Australia. And then we went up the East Coast and ended basically in um, at the Great Barrier Reef, but then came back down to Sydney. And that's wow. where we were. So, yeah, it was a lot of flying, uh, so a little Qantas, a little Air New Zealand, and a lot of United. I know it's hard to narrow it down, but what were a couple highlights for the trip? What are your you've done this itinerary before? What are your favorite parts yeah, of so Australia, I, New Zealand? I think that people would probably say Hobbiton if you go see where the the Lord of the Rings movies were made. <laughs> yeah, it's in New Zealand, so darn cool! I can't even tell you. And there were lots of people on the trip that had not either read nor seen the movies, yeah. but still got it. Still, their grandkids were into it, or their kids were into it, or what have you. So we did a lot of that. Um, Milford Sound is always beautiful. A little bit of a bust because of the weather. Um, is Sydney, that where the sheep farms are? Yeah, there is are that, some sheep farms. That's there. where, like, there's you can't see power lines, buildings, right. roads, anything. It's very, very natural down in that area. Yeah. You know, I actually have uh, uh, an acquaintance who's um, doing. A camper van for 21 days in New Zealand. Wow! Yeah, it, and you and you can actually get the camper van with an itinerary, so everything's all set up for you. That's really the way to do it because I'd love it if we could do 21 days in New Zealand and 21 mm-hmm. days in Australia as separate <laughs> trips. But when people fly that far, they feel like they got to get it all in. Yep, that's the problem, right? I mean, yeah. they feel like. And in Australia, is impossible to get it all in. If it you're is. also going to do New Zealand and Fiji, you just can't do it. Well, and you have to realize it's as big as the United States. Right. So what we essentially did is flew into Miami, went up to Washington, D.C., went up to maybe Maine and came back to New York to fly out. That's kind of what that would equate to. So I always tell people New Zealand is like Alaska on steroids. Yeah. How do you describe New <laughs> Zealand and the beauty? It, it's indescribable. I think waterfalls beyond belief. Uh, certainly the the n- natural habitat. You know, you go see the glowworms and all of that. Yep. But of course, me being kind of a sports fan, you have that connection to the rugby team, the All Blacks, and then you learn about the uh, the culture of that team and how they do that haka before they the chant. They, yeah. Oh, it's so much fun to learn about that and to learn about that culture. And even though you've been to Hawaii, maybe been to the Polynesian Polynesian Cultural Center and you've seen some of this, that just is fascinating to me to, to learn about their culture and how proud they are of it. It is a super unique part of the world. I have yet to go, but for you to describe the Hobbit area, just to think that you're mm-hmm. walking into a storybook world that is as real. Right. Right. And some aerial people that were scouting locations for that movie found this place. And it was a farm. It was a sheep farm, a great big sheep farm. And they literally took over. And then they sort of dismantled it after the first movie, realized, big mistake, we need to make another movie. And now we're (laughs) going to make this permanent. So if we make more movies, we've got that. We can also turn it into an attraction. But that was very cool. Uh, Again, 
just watching sheep shearing and, and the 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 livelihood that they make the the two dozen sheep variations and species that we learned about and saw all of that and the glowworms I got to talk about the glowworms yeah That's, I don't know about the glowworms this is news to me yeah this is an interesting insect and sadly all you can ever do is see pictures on on National Geographic or somebody else mm-hmm. who got permission to take photos because you can't take photos in this this yeah. cave this amazing underground labyrinth of caves that they came up with. So but that makes it even more special that you have to be present to truly mm-hmm. experience. It. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding that more and more people on these trips are not taking thousands and thousands of pictures anymore because back in the day, that's what you did. You put your slideshow together and you had the neighbors yeah. over and they've never been anywhere and they would see it. Everybody's seen this stuff because it's all over, all, all over, but you want to remember it and you want to keep it in your heart. And if you're looking through a lens or a phone the entire time, you're not experiencing And even it. just in the last 10 years, people aren't taking the big cameras anymore. Right. So, and I think when it's just your phone, it's so much a part of who we are that it's not as obtrusive and you might have it in your pocket, but we used to go and people would take the big cameras with the telephoto lens and the wide angle lens and you don't see that as much yeah, anymore. No, no it, the, those numbers have been reduced. I, I We had some of those, and I'm always very grateful when they're willing to share their pictures, yeah. which they are. But uh, it's, it's again, it's a memory, and it's your memory, and of what you experienced at that particular place. So, so um, most people that go to Australia go to Sydney. They go to Cannes because they want to be, see the Great Barrier yeah. Reef. Tell us about what makes the middle of the country, the outback, or the west or south special. Yeah, it is. It's just like our wild, wild west. It's like going to national parks in our western part of our country, it's very different. So, of course, Melbourne is a very, very metropolitan city. Sydney is a very metropolitan city. Brisbane, all on that coast, are very metropolitan. Then you get out to Ayers Rock or you get out to per- all the way to Perth, and that's a whole different world. That's, that's mountains and deserts and just completely different um, geography and and topography and 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 again, sadly, we couldn't include that on this trip, or we would have been gone two months for goodness' <laughs> sakes. Rose, we wanted to ask you about a couple of things that are in the news. There's been a lot of airline news, and not the good kind in the news. It's almost amazing there hasn't been something truly tragic today. There's news that in Boston, two planes touched wingtips. There have been several incidents in the last month of planes not banging into each other by the narrowest of margins with one coming in and one taxiing. And there are less planes in the air than there were three or four years ago. What What is, what is going on? I think there's on? also less air traffic controllers. And I think that's a big part of this. It, it seems like no matter where we go in the world staffing shortages affect travel in every aspect from the hospitality side of things to the flight side of things. They had a warning on our uh, flight for United to get to the airport of four hours instead of the three hours because they were so short staffed. Wow. wow. Yeah. So, and, and it was, it was, I have to tell you, when you make a connection in uh, the United States after you've been traveling internationally, that's your first point of entry into the U.S., you're going to clear customs there. Yeah. And they warned us that this was going to be kind of hairy. We had a three-hour connecting time. Yeah. It was like shortened a little bit by a 20-minute delay, so it was down to two hours and 40 minutes. I had to go up to somebody working that bag that baggage and say to them, we've got people on a 1030 flight. Like, can we go to the head of the line or we wow. would not have made it? That's remarkable. Yeah. Uh, what about the quality of the flights? Were they crowded like they all are here? Were they, how was, you yeah. were on the plane a lot. Yeah, we had a lot of people that were looking to possibly change seats or upgrade seats and it wasn't even a possibility on the way home. There may have been 12 empty seats on this great big gigantic jet coming back home. 
Uh, where's next? Where's Rose going next? <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to take a vacation in, in Extapa, Mexico. <laughs> I think that'll be good. And then at the end of April, we'll do our villa in Jamaica that we always do. Oh, with the butler service. Yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. That we, have, we have a staff that takes very, very good care of us. So I'm going to be on vacay for a couple of uh, of these trips, and then I'll start back up again. But uh, yeah, we uh, we heard the cry of all the people that love to travel, and they're saying more, more, more. Give us more groups. Give us more choices. What awesome. do you got going on? So. How many times will you be in Alaska this summer? I'm um, just one. I'm, I'm going to cut oh, it good, back to. I, I've gotten to that point in my life where yep. I'm saying one trip to Alaska this What's year. What's your record? So. I'll, it'll be my. 14th time. How lovely. Yeah, it'll be my 14th time. So last year I went twice. Several years I go twice, but I'm, I'm kind of, I yeah. want to experience Wisconsin summer. Yeah. Too. And, and so I'm hoping to there. have a little time to do that and go up north and do all that kind of thing. But as you said at the beginning, truly blessed, truly grateful that I get to do this for a living and um, see some of the spectacular things that I have seen in my lifetime. You can hear Rose Saturdays, 9 a.m. here on WTMJ. Thank you so much, Rose. My pleasure. 457.